Broadway for Wednesday, February 6th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Are you the friggin' Grim Reaper? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. I'm just read the tea leaves, James. Read just reading the all. tea. Yeah, that's what that's all I'm doing, you know. I just <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. But uh this is a complete non sequitur to anything theatrical, but there's a video that uh is in an article that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. And I, after I watched the video, the next thing up was one of those stupid wired auto or, um, um, yeah, auto correct interviews. Have you ever seen those James? No, no. What is it? It's, it's two stars and they give them like these little cue cards that says like this, the one I saw was Jude law and Natalie Portman. And it's, it's like Google, questions that people ask it's like the 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 search i forget what it's called but anyway they they like the the google searches for their name and they rip off the thing and they answer the question between those and like the 74 question um interviews from i don't know esquire or vogue or whatever it is um those are some of the most fun and entertaining things i ever watch on the internet i don't spend a lot of time watching internet videos but i really enjoy those and i just thought about that when i watched um a, a video that's in an article that we'll talk about later and um they're a lot of fun it's not really theatrical and if i, I don't really watch a ton of them but every time i watch them they uh they make me smile because it makes celebrities feel like semi-normal people and that's always fun you just made me think that maybe uh, Natalie Portman and Jude Law are going to be starring in the band's visit on film. <laughs> no, they actually uh, do star in a, a semi-musical that came out uh, last year called Vox Lux. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they also starred together in the film adaptation of the play Closer, um, along with uh, Clive Owen and Julia Roberts mm. many, many years ago, back in the early aughts. Excellent. Way to bring it back to home. You're welcome. All right. First up in the news, another Broadway show announces a spring closing. Yeah, James. And this timing is a bit unusual to have two shows announced closing in early February for the middle of the spring season after the band's visit announced yesterday. However, despite the odd timing, as you referenced at the top of the show, this is one that we actually anticipated because last night at half hour, Anastasia announced its intentions to close on March 31st, concluding its Broadway run at the Broadhurst Theater with 842 total performances and with the original star Christy Altamare as the regular Anya throughout. Obviously, she went on vacation and had days off or whatever, but she was the regular star throughout the entire two-ish year run. Now, James, what we normally do after a show closes is we try to speculate as to what might be coming into the house next. But in this case... I think we've pretty much read the writing on the walls and got this one figured out, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, that insight. Yes. Um, I mean, this is what we had anticipated from the moment that Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de Lune or Florida oh. Lee or whatever we're calling mm -hmm. it um, was announced. Yeah. We assumed that with it opening in May that the other Terrence McNally written Tom Curtihy produced show on Broadway would close, especially because Anastasia's um, grosses haven't been that great, making room um, for Michael Shannon and Otter McDonald to bring their play in uh, just after the Tony eligibility deadline. So I would assume that we'll have that announcement fairly soon because they're going to want to start selling tickets. And um, 
I think it's all, you know, lining up really well for them. And we'll see. I would imagine a musical is going to want to take this house in the fall after uh, Claire de Lune closes. So uh, that's really what we should be talking about. So I don't know if maybe Jagged Little Pill will end up there um, or something unforeseen. Maybe the company revival, if it ends up transferring. I think there's a lot of interesting things there that could come in the fall. And there's a lot of puzzle pieces to fit in before we can make any kind of accurate guesses about that. But for now, for what's coming immediately next to the Broadhurst, I, I think it's Frankie and Johnny, and I think that's as foregone a conclusion as we could have imagined. You might be thinking that I forgot that, but I didn't forget that. Oh, yeah, because your response yeah. made me think that perhaps when I said Frankie and Johnny, well, and you said, oh. I, I have, I, I, yeah, no, no, I have an answer for that. You see, I was okay, thinking so. about Christy Altamare and, oh, and right, her, sure. her persistence in playing Anya throughout the uh, run of the show of Anastasia. Okay. Um, and, and I was making the comparison to Cal Ripken in my head, but I couldn't remember Cal Ripken's name. And then you, you know, I, and then, and then, and, 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 sure. and, and then there's Ardress. So, <laughs> it's, I appreciate you bringing it back to my favorite athlete of all time, Cal Ripken Jr. Calvin Edwin Ripken Jr. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, I didn't know if I knew that. Uh, he's my favorite. He was my boyhood idol growing up. And uh, uh, really the only reason um, is when I was like eight years old, I counted all my baseball cards and I figured whoever I had the most of was going to be my favorite player. Mm. And it was Cal Ripken. And it just happened to end up that I picked quite possibly the greatest role model um, for a baseball fan of a generation. So uh, I feel quite lucky that I had a lot of Cal Ripken cards. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry is my role model. Yeah. Well, the other one that was second was Dave Parker, the Cobra. Um, he was known for um, having quite a, uh, well, let's just say a, a substance abuse problems. Uh, did you like the gum, the flat gum? That was some of my favorite. In the in the Topps baseball cards? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was super stale and only last, you only had flavor for like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it was a, it was It was a treat. So you got my, you know, you can understand why I would compare Christy Altamere sure. to Cal Ripken, the you know. The Iron, the the Iron Man, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Way before, way way before Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, absolutely. And and of course, they called him the Iron Man because he was chasing Lou Gehrig's record, and Lou Gehrig was known as the Iron Horse. So you know, going back to, he is also the luckiest man on the face of the earth or planet or whatever his speech was. So we, we should probably of, get back to theater. <laughs> you know, well, we think of uh, Cal Ripken as the Iron Man, but you know who the Iron Woman is? Uh. Tina Turner? Tina Turner from Thunderdome. That's right. So oh, Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Turner, the musical, confirms its Broadway star. Yeah, this was actually more of a foregone conclusion than yeah. Frankie and Johnny going in to the Broadhurst. But yesterday it was confirmed that Tony nominee Adrian Warren will accompany Tina hyphen the Tina Turner musical, yes, we are still doing this weird thing, um, when it comes to Broadway in the fall. There still have not been any dates or venue or additional casting announced, but we do at least now know officially who will be starring in the show. Of course, this musical features a book by the great Katori Hall, and while we might not know exactly where the show is going, all of the rumors seem to be that it is set to take the Lunt Fontan later this year, and that fact is at least partially responsible for why there's no show in that house in the spring, because basically it's a big house over 1500 seats and no one wanted 
to take it for a limited run in the spring just because that makes it really hard to recoup unless you're selling out every show. Um, so at least for now, there's nothing going to be in the Lunt until perhaps or theoretically or rumoredly, uh, if that's a word, Tina takes it in the fall. Now, to celebrate this announcement, actually, it happened a few hours before the announcement, but the London production of Tina released a music video of Warren singing River Deep, Mountain High. And James, I, I we've discussed this before. I have loved Adrian Warren since the Atlanta tryout of Bring It On back in like, what, 2011 or something. Um, but it's really interesting to me to hear her do something that sounds not exactly like a Tina Turner impression, but a healthy Tina Turner rasp after we know her from Bring It On, um, singing Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, kind of hip hop type stuff or Shuffle Along, which is something completely different to hear her turn on this different voice is really super interesting. Um, and it makes me think, you know, earlier this week, uh, I think on Monday's show, I said that looking into my crystal ball, I was already prepared to call the 2020 best actress in a musical Tony for Eden Espinosa, and I'm sticking with that. However, I do think that Adrian will give her the stiffest competition possible. Um, we'll, we'll also have Elizabeth Stanley in there um, for Jagged Little Pill, um, and, and obviously others that'll be named. But I, I think the performance that that Adrian is giving over on London has gotten rave reviews. She very well might win um, the Olivier, or is that already? Ha- I don't. I don't know what their seasons are, but. Um, She's given a great performance, got great reviews, a tour de force if there ever was one. And I think she'll give Eden a run for her money with Limpica. Yeah, Olivier's are the 43rd of January. No, no, no. That's incorrect. It's 43 January. Oh, 43 January. That's right. So Tina hyphen the Tina Turner musical. Uh, is it uh, – so – is it a hyphen or is it an M dash or an N dash? And uh, the typography experts out there, what say you? I well, this is act. I literally almost wrote M dash, but I looked at <laughs> the actual press release, and it is a very short thing. And the only thing that makes me think it might be an N dash is because they do space it on both sides. Hmm. Um, so according to AP style, that would be how you use either an N dash or an M dash. But I'm going to go with hyphen just because it flows a little bit better. Tina hyphen, the yeah. Tina Turner musical sounds a lot better than Tina N dash. So, you know, we'll stick with that until until the press rep wants to correct us otherwise. So when they do the Incredibles, they could have an N dash and an M dash. Sure. All right. What's up in the recommendation section? All right. Two real quick videos. The first, uh, following the footsteps, literally hours after uh, the band's visit announced its closing, Katrina Link appeared on The Tonight Show, and she's saying Omar Sharif. Um, we've all heard her sing it at this point, but there's just something so mesmerizing about her doing this song. And I feel like this is one of those songs that's going to be... You know, not necessarily like a standard like we talked about. She used to be mine with Sarah Bareilles and Waitress yesterday. But this is going to be a song that's going to show up in a lot of cabarets. I don't think it's a really an audition song unless you're going for something very, very specific. But it I, I think it's going to be one of those songs that's going to be around for a while. But I, I hesitate to believe that anyone will ever do it as well as Katrina Lank does. Now, the other video comes from the off-Broadway production of Alice by Heart. It is featuring Molly Gordon and Colton Ryan singing uh, the song Afternoon. Now, uh, how do I say this? The early reports from this show have not been what I was hoping, 
but this song is really, really lovely. It sounds very much uh, in the vein of, of of a spring awakening ballad, um, and it's a, a really lovely song. Ironically, we heard Colton Ryan um, do a duet very similar to this before "Girl from the North Country" uh, came out, and we we talked about how much we loved that performance uh, as well. Uh, him with um, Caitlin uh, Houlihan, I believe was her name. So, uh, but now he's doing this with Molly Gordon, who plays Alice. So I've got a ticket to see this when I'm in town uh, later this spring. So I'm hoping um, that the rest of the show is as mesmerizing and lovely as this song is. Are, are you going to be in town for the recording of the Robbie Rizal album? I, I'm sorry, Robbie. No, I am not. I'm going to be in town uh, a few weeks after the fact, but I am a Kickstarter contributor to that uh, campaign. So I, I will be there in financial in spirit, spirit, if not actually physical spirit. I was going to ask because I'm pretty sure he'll do Omar Sharif. <laughs> well, that's the only way that yeah. someone can rival Katrina. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Katrina got all her tips from Robbie. So uh, what what do we have in the uh, show and casting news? Okay, so first up, yesterday, the Hollywood Bowl announced its summer series, and it will feature the fully staged production of Into the Woods from Ooh, July 26th through really? the 28th. Yeah, now, this one, to me, James, seems fairly... I cast, mean, fairly cast, in- cast, cast. Right. The casting. We don't have casting yet. Don't have uh, any other creative team, stuff like that. But I mean, James Corden just happens to be right there Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. did the show. So I think he could do it. But I think this will be as star studded uh, as as a Hollywood Bowl show as we've seen in a long time. And they're usually, you know. Pretty star-studded. So we'll have to see. But um, some other theater-related stuff in the Bulls season includes Hugh Jackman, the man, the music, the show, his big tour that's going out. We'll also see uh, an intimate evening with Kristen Chenoweth, who I'm just saying very well wouldn't be a terrible witch. Um, Anyway, we've also got the Gypsy Kings, who wrote Zorro the Musical, of course. We'll have an American in Paris and Sound of Music sing-along, as well as John Legend will be performing, Tony Bennett, Barry Manilow, and a number of non-musical movie-related concerts, Harry Potter, uh, Jurassic Park, and more. Now, next up, uh, yesterday it was announced that Tony Yazbek will lead the Classic Stage Company's upcoming production of Mark Blitzstein's The Cradle Will Rock, the Depression-era musical that caused quite a fuss back in the day. That'll be, of course, directed by artistic director John Doyle. Running March 21st through May 19th, the show will also feature Sally Ann Triplett, Remo Webb, David Garrison, Laura Palmer, and more. Now, I'm going to put this out there ahead of time. This is a legitimate theatrical story, James but it will have much more resonance for a certain section of the audience that has a soft spot for mid-aughts sci-fi TV because yesterday the WP Theater announced that Sendhil Ramamurti and Kavi Ladner will star in the upcoming production of Earmuffs for the Kids, Hate Fuck, with asterisks for the EU and the C. So just putting that out there. Anyway, the show will begin previews on March 3rd and is scheduled to run through the 31st. Now, What's interesting about this for nerds like me is that Ramamurti played Professor Mohinder Suresh on the TV show Heroes, and Ladner played his love interest, Mira Shinoy. Now, she only appeared in a handful of episodes, but trust me, uh, Mohinder was uh, the main main cast member for the entire run of the show. So this is a very big deal for a very specific type of nerd like me. 
So now moving on to one last theatrical story. Yesterday, the Daily Mail reported that friends and tour compatriots Michael Ball and Alfie Bow will lead a special concert of Les Miserables at the show's new temporary home, the Queen's Theatre, on August 10th. Bow will return to the role of Jean Valjean, which he has played on both sides of the Atlantic, and Ball, of course, the original Marius in both London and New York, will play Javert. They will be joined by Carrie Hope Fletcher as Fantine and Matt Lucas, also known as Nardal or Tweedledee and Tweedledum, if you prefer, will return to the role of Tenardier, which he magnificently played. No one's ever played Tenardier better, in my opinion, than Matt Lucas uh, when he did it for the 25th anniversary concert. We will have information for all of these show uh, stories in the show notes at broaderradio.com if you need more information. So I kept on asking you a bunch of questions uh, during Into the Woods, but then I realized my microphone was off. Oh, so, okay, uh, good. Yes, uh, so let, let's go back to Into the Woods for a split second. Uh, any chance that Hasselhoff will play the wolf? Only if there's a ton of Germans on the producing team. Germans love David Hasselhoff. And uh, you, brought, you brought up uh, Chrissy uh, Chenoweth. Uh, and, Chrissy Don. And did you see her Super Bowl commercial? I did. She, I did. I, I, I didn't peg her for an avocado lover, but yeah. um, avocados you know. from Mexico by Kristen yeah. Chenoweth. It was a funny commercial. She's funny. Yes. She's uh, very funny. And I was like, "Hey, wait! There's Kristen. Wait, yeah. <laughs> there, there it is." I, um, do you uh, know of the uh, the Alexa skill for uh, avocados? I do not. I have my Alexa sitting here. So uh, should I ask? Should I ask Alexa something? Uh, I, I don't have the skill set up, so yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly how this works. I have to figure this all out. But it, it's something uh, where Alexa will tell you when your avocados are are ripening, so not to get them past the point of of no return. No return. Uh, so, yeah. The point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, interesting. You know, I don't eat avocados, so. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Phantom does. So. Um, all right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us, and uh, Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow.